What's up, guys? It's M from your Black Nerdy Twitch. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. It's been so long since I put an episode out, and that's because so much shit has happened. So, no, I hope you didn't bring tea because mine's already boiling and it's spilled. There's been so much tea spilled recently that it is above the roof of my apartment building. It's insane. So, let's get started. Well, first of all, I want to thank everyone who tuned into these episodes while I was taking my break. Like, we got over a hundred, I got over a hundred different listens or listeners during my like three, four month hiatus. So that's pretty great. Excuse me for any random pauses. I've been really, it's, I have to take a break to breathe sometimes because I got COVID over that hiatus. That's one of the bigger things that happened, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Last time I remember recording and putting out an episode, it was late April or early May before the before the riots, big, <laughs> big quotation marks, when like protests were happening, before a lot more is coming out with Trump, and before we had even gotten to 150,000 dead, and now we're super close to 200,000. So a lot has happened since I've last talked to you guys. Um, and I hope you're all doing okay. I really do, because I certainly wasn't. But let's let's unpack. I made a list of things I want to talk about. Who knows if we actually get to all of them in the time. I do want to try and keep this semi... I don't know if I'm going to get to an hour. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, as we all know... 2020 is a shit show. The world is ending. It's literally on fire in a lot of places. Earlier in the year is Australia. Now it's California. I don't know if Australia is still on fire. I hope it's not. I swear. I really do hope it's not still on fire. Because it's been on fire for this long. Oh, Lord. We've had murder bees. We've had literal new mutations of coronavirus pop out. We've had... Uh, Donald Trump get impeached and then get away with it and then say all types of shit. We've had him get subpoenaed for DNA. We've had um that whole Wayfair like child trafficking scandal. We've had we've had so many things that I can't I don't even I can't remember it all. It's too much. Like this has gone beyond the whole this is fine meme because there's this is not fine anymore. It's not okay. And I'm sure I don't have to tell anyone that. I'm sure everyone's been dealing with it in their own insane ways. Um, personally, I made the poor financial decision to buy a PlayStation 4 at some point in the past couple months. I don't even remember when. It just happened. And I have a lot of games to play now. Like, I got myself Persona 5. I've been playing through that. Boy, is that a really long game. I'm only like 20 or 25 hours into it. Because I played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn before. I played uh, Persona because I knew Persona would take forever. Damn. Damn. Horizon Zero Dawn is a really good game, guys. But I'm completely off topic. So... Where have I been? I have been in my apartment trying to stay sane 
And in the months since I've uploaded an episode, I have, let's see. Well, my birthday passed. I had a really fun birthday. Um, me and my roomie, Marcella, um, watched Promare, an amazing anime movie where you have firefighters fighting against a fire terrorist until they team up together with the power of love and friendship to defeat CEO of racism. And yes, that is exactly what happens. Watch it yourselves. If you don't believe me, I recommend it 10 out of 10. And please, please watch it on as big of a screen as possible. It is insanely amazing. Oh, I'm so glad I got the DVD for it. Um, I was originally, I saw it when it came out in theaters, like, in December or November. And they were going to do a re-release in theaters in April, but, you know, we all know what happened for that. Kind of sad I didn't get to drive people to go see it in person, but having the DVD is almost just as good. So that happened, and literally the day of my birthday is when the protests started for George Floyd. Um, I don't think I have to tell any of my listeners or anyone who reads the title of this Black Nerdy 20s that the killing of the murder, execution, whatever, like, word you want to use with it is not okay. Like, I think we all know that, and if you don't know that, fuck you. Um... So when those protests started, at first I was, the murder of black men by the police and authority figures, or even just like white people in general who then get away with it has, is a very, I don't want to say loaded topic because it's not, because if, if you really think about it and you're not just being trying to be contrary or if you're not part of the problem, then it's not a loaded topic. It's just the fact that it's wrong. It needs to stop. And some people don't get that. And I really don't understand why. But for me, when the news about that dropped and it reached my ears, not the day of my birthday, I heard about it the day after, um... I don't know. It had already been a couple weeks since I made an episode at that point because I was dealing with a lot with um, still being furloughed from one of my jobs. Um, and furloughed to the point where, like, because I know some people get furloughed, but they're, like, taking less hours. But, I mean, I was furloughed. Like, I didn't get any hours, so no income. And I then heard after that that... I did not qualify for unemployment money. So I was dealing with a lot. That meant that half of my income was gone. Luckily, I had a roommate, so all of our bills were paid. But it was a lot to deal with, especially knowing that um, she was potentially going to be moving out at some point soon during a pandemic and whether or not that would impact us. It doesn't really matter because she didn't really, like, clearly everything's fine now. But, man, I got so off topic, but still. So I was dealing with a lot and I just didn't, I wasn't in the mental space 
to talk about that or share that at the time. And then the whole dropping of the George, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and so many more names that were coming out. Um, I don't pretend to say that I'm up to date on all of the names or the fact and I'm a little ashamed of myself to say that I can't keep track of all of the names. It's the sheer fact that there are so many that it just weighs on me sometimes. And that week was very hard in a way that the rest of the pandemic hadn't been before. Um, it was... I don't even know if I want to say it was scary. I just couldn't sleep. It was, I wasn't worried about protesting coming or being around where I lived. Um, the protest where I was at wasn't even that bad, even though the police reaction to it was insane. Did y'all know that pepper spray burns other parts of your skin besides your eyes? Or maybe it was mace? I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> Cause like I've never been, I'd never been directly pepper sprayed before. Like it just been in the air, and so I guess maybe just didn't get in my arms or my chest or anything. But like my eyes water and like burn there. But if you like, it burns wherever it touches, and I'd never experienced that before. So shout out to the people who had the extra supplies and the cold packs and the milk at the protest. Cause holy fuck. I was not prepared for that. Um, so as that was going down, um, and people were still dealing with being furloughed, jobless, and whatever, my primary job at the museum was slowly starting to ramp back up to be open. And this is like the beginning of June. So I slowly had to start getting ramped up for to get back to work um, while trying to participate in the riots or do what I can to, um, you know, be an active participant because I wanted to. I, I couldn't like, I couldn't donate money, which probably would have been like, I guess the safer option, you know, I guess, I, I mean, pep, getting pepper spray isn't that serious, but like all the other stuff, I didn't stay after, um, after the nighttime because I wasn't trying to get kidnapped <laughs> in unmarked, unmarked cars or being stuck downtown when the police slowly and quietly closed streets so people could leave. And I certainly wasn't trying to be waiting by a bus stop in the middle of the night in a protest zone. It just, it wouldn't have been a good combination if you know what I mean so I just wasn't able to do all I wanted but I did what I can and that's all anyone can ask for so I we slowly geared up at the museum to open back up we opened up at the end of June um still with levels and numbers of the pandemic rising but they made the interesting decision to open us up without really talking to anyone who worked front of house because I definitely I wouldn't even like I don't even call myself lower management but I'm certainly not like the lowest totem pole I'm probably second lowest but 
Like I'm still front of house, I'm still hourly, and I'm still not full time. So I'm pretty low down there. Um, but we weren't really, none of us were consulted and we were the ones who were going to be in the most danger of an infection. And we didn't even open up requiring all guests to wear masks until the governor, until like maybe about one or two weeks after the one or two weeks after we opened, which <laughs> is an important fact in my case, probably. Um, so we opened back up. People are required to wear a mask. We, me in the engagement team, engagement education team, had to basically change how we handled like all interactive materials we basically became a cleaning team with we no time to interact with guests and without guests really wanting to interact with us um it's it was it was it's been super quiet at the museum we don't have any summer groups we don't really have a lot of kids coming in at all we don't have like our studio groups aren't there like any events in person just aren't happening we don't even have tours it's dead i think i asked someone what our numbers were and i think we're at like 20 25 of normal attendance now granted a lot of our summer attendance especially on weekdays normally is um what's the word, summer groups, you know, from like the YMCA's, the the private, like, you know, the type, the ones that like people pay for the kids to go to, or sometimes even like some summer schools come by. Um, but we haven't had all of those. And it's been, it's really, it's been creepy, really how dull it has been in the summer. Summer is usually our busiest time. So I was, it was kind of scary. Um, so we, we stocked up on all as like gloves, face masks. We didn't have face shields because those have been hard to get a hold of. Um, as much cleaning materials as we can and just went to town. And that was like the status quo for us for like, at least for me, for about three or four weeks. And then after that, I caught COVID. Um, Now I can't say for sure that I got it at work. Uh, I wanna put that out there just in case, you know, you guys find out where I work and someone wants to put that accusation out there, but I I don't know for sure because I do take the bus, but I caught COVID when the only reason I ever left the house um, in all of lockdown was to go to work or to grab groceries that my Instacart driver would leave uh, on the on the porch without ever like seeing them face to face. So make of that what you will. And it's really crazy to me like 
I'm not surprised that I got it. I'm not surprised I even got it that quickly. I'm just surprised at the experience in itself. I'm I'm surprised that all the things that people didn't tell me about it. Not that I even, I didn't even know anyone who had had it before. So no one could really tell me, but COVID is a wild disease guys. And I feel like a lot of people right now are acting like it's over, like it's gone. Um, and please don't because I didn't even think I had COVID at the beginning. Um, so here's the kind of play by play of it. Like Wednesday, before I was feeling kind of tired, a little bit more tired than normal, but I'd also, it was like three weeks of coming back to work. So I just thought I was tired that way. The next morning I was exhausted. I woke up feeling exhausted, completely drained. I was tired. Um, my throat was kind of sore or like strained. I'm not exactly sure which one it is since it's been so long. Cause this was like late July, middle to late July. So I called off work. I, I guess technically not called off. I did the wellness check, the health wellness check um, that everyone has to do now. And I got a red light, so I wasn't allowed to go in. And I told my boss, I did all that. And like the crazy thing about it, looking in hindsight, is that I almost didn't answer the thing correctly. <laughs> Um, because I, because I needed the money. I needed the money to go into work. I needed to make, to do what I need to do. And I definitely gone into work, um, at, like at this, at this job and at a lot of other jobs feeling worse. But I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just be honest and let's see what the answer gave me. And it told me to stay home and I'm glad it did. So it told me to stay home that day. It told me to stay home the Friday. And, you know, I was over here thinking, it's just a cold. Like, it feels like a cold. I don't feel that. I don't feel like I have breathing problems. Nothing's going on. But I had to go get tested just in case. Well, I didn't have to. But I was told to by my boss just in case. You know, like, she wanted to be certain, and, you know, I guess as, a, as like, a supervisor, is my responsibility to be the responsible one, even though I do a shit job <laughs> at that in my own personal um, case. So, the following Monday, because we don't have testing over the weekend, I got tested. Um, and I had to take the bus because, you know, I had to, and I didn't have any money uh, to take an Uber. <laughs> Because money's been funny for everyone, like legitimately everyone, like to the point where I had to sign up for food stamps, um, which y'all, let me tell you, food stamps have been so nice <laughs> during this whole pandemic. Um, I haven't had to factor in money for food um, for my stretched budget right now. And it's been so... food stamps have saved me so much. Um, whew. Since I've been so grateful. And anyone who thinks they're they're too good for food stamps during this shit, I, I tell you not. If you've lost any part of your income, apply. Like you never know. I feel like they've rearranged um their standing their standings or standards for this. 
for this time and even if you only get like $15 that's $15 that's not out of your pocket <laughs> that could that could go towards your phone bill that could go towards gas like gas for your car um hell man I don't even know that could be laundry money so where was I at? where was I at um oh yeah so I went and got tested uh, I was joking around with my roommate being like, <laughs> if I have COVID, but I don't have it. And two days later, I get the call that I have it. And my heart and stomach just drop. Like, I actually drop. I just collapse on the ground. Um, Not pass out, but like, my, I, like I was just like, no. <laughs> and this poor lady, I feel so bad for her because she's not, she was the person who was supposed to like get in, like, um, what, what would they be called? I don't know. The person who asks you questions about where you could have gotten it so they can keep track of where things are spreading. And it's not her job to tell people that they have it. Apparently someone else was supposed to call me beforehand. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> so she was not prepared to deal with like super emotional reaction, but, um, that, that was it. And then I was in lockdown for like 10, 12 days because they count the lockdown from when you first show symptoms as opposed to when you find out, which I thought was a little weird, but that's what happened. So I was only in lo- like in lockdown for like 10 more days and I didn't have severe symptoms. I never had to go to the hospital. Um, I was just tired tired to a degree that I don't even know if it if it equaled some of my more tired days during city year or during college um it was just different and I know I'm not the most athletic person I'm not even the most healthy person I'm probably average or below average but I've never experienced a time where I didn't have the energy to do something. Like if I needed to go to get up and walk around the corner and grab something from the store, or if I needed to do like go and do laundry or take out the trash, and I just didn't ha- I just didn't have it. It wasn't there. I couldn't do it. Um I rem- and like I remember trying to get up and make like breakfast for the week like I, I'll, I'll make breakfast quiches sometimes like eggs uh, like eggs onions bell peppers and some sausage um just just cook those up in a not the eggs but cook the other stuff in a frying pan and then dump it in a whole bunch of eggs season it bake it in the oven and before I had even finished just chopping the bell peppers, I had to sit down. Oh. <laughs> I just had to sit down. I was out of breath. I was lightheaded. The room was spinning. And I couldn't keep going. Now, I was able to finish the whole thing. So I had my breakfast for the week, thank God, because there was no way I was going to be able to keep doing, like, keep making food every single day later that day I made like spaghetti for the week and 
since I wasn't doing that much, I was able to like eat slightly less and spread it out um, along with just having soups. Uh, I know they're not listening, but thank, but like bless my friend Virginia and my friend Jane for dropping off like stuff that I needed, like Gatorade, uh, NyQuil, oh, my friend uh, Char and Hannah from work, dropping off NyQuil, uh, chicken broth, other broths, bell peppers, um, anything I could need to make a soup. Some people just dropped off soup because I just couldn't do it. And then after the, oh, and that's not even talking about how sore I was during the entire time. Like my shoulders, my chest, my neck, everything was just sore and achy. And sometimes I like felt nauseous. And it was really just like a roulette of what did, of every day, what symptom would I have? Like the stuff that would remain persistent was the exhaustion and this brain fog, like a foggy brain. I would do something or try to read or intake something. Cause you know, when you're sick, that's the best time to watch Netflix or watch a movie or do whatever. And I just, there were so many things that I know I watched that um I don't remember. I have to re I have to rewatch like two episodes of um Grownish at the Grownish or Blackish, one of the two, and like all of Recreators. I have to rewatch that, <laughs> which is sad because I really liked that show. And then I just stuck with stuff that I had already watched because I knew I wasn't in taking anything else. And that's complete bullshit because I really wanted to watch those shows. Oh my God. And no one tells you about this shit. And you know, I, I'm in the age group we like that. And most of y'all watching are in the age group that this shouldn't be a problem. This shouldn't be something that we should worry about. <sighs> but, it, but it was, it was crazy how out of it I was. And even after I was out of it, I kid you not, I have still not stepped into work. And it's about, where are we at? Seven weeks? Seven weeks since I caught this? Let me go and check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It'll be eight weeks. It's eight weeks. Since I caught this, I have not stepped in to work. Two months. Um, thankfully, starting last week, I no longer felt the brain fog. I'm still drained because I just haven't been doing things for so long. So my muscles are atrophied to the hell and back. So I have to build that back up. Um... I'm still dealing with like some issues with like congestion and like trying to get to the point where I won't catch get like not pneumonia but my doctor warned me about bronchitis if I don't get this congestion out before it gets too cold if I'm going to be going back out again and and that's just me I've heard people who might have gotten arthritis people who have damaged lungs mine apparently don't seem 
bad enough to worry about damage as long as I take it easy. But... <laughs> I ha like I don't have the time to take it easy because your girl gotta work. Girl gotta make the money, girl gotta get paid. Um and I'm trying to like think about anything else that's happened. Um I mean I did officially leave my fur my job that I got furloughed from the library. I officially quit there. Um, because they tried to end the furlough w while I had COVID and they weren't, they weren't being the most understanding while, like, while I was still in recovery. Like, I didn't have COVID. They didn't call me back while I was in lockdown, but while I was still recovering. And I think that really, for me, was the final straw. Like, they kept me in furlough for four months <laughs> um they didn't really give me any or really any, a lot of help or really any help with um applying for unemployment or information on that they weren't very clear about who they were calling back why they're calling back when we would hear back or even like what branches we would be called back into and they weren't being helpful with people with schedules if you know, they had kids or like, I don't have kids, so I didn't really have to worry about it. But my schedule for my primary job <laughs> changed because of this and because I didn't know when they were going to call me back. And they weren't being like, they weren't willing to mess around with it at all. And it's just really telling, you know, how... They want to string people along for so much. And I don't I don't blame them for furloughing us during a pandemic. Like, I really don't. But I do blame them for not giving us as much information or being as transparent as they could. So I, ha so I had to leave them. Um, I waited until I for sure got another job. One that lets me work from home. It's a remote call center job for a box company. You know, one of those subscription box companies. It works. It's more hours than I would have wanted, but I'm not going to complain right now when it's a job and a lot of people are out of jobs and can't make the money that they need. <sighs> I would have liked it if I had only had to work like 10 or 12 hours, but I'll, I'll take what I can get. I really will. Um... So I picked that up. I have slowly started reintegrating myself at the museum. I'm doing remote work only right now. They don't want me to come back in until I feel perfectly safe. Like, I don't want to say perfectly safe because there's no, I don't feel safe <laughs> having to take the bus and not knowing if I have any immunity to COVID. I read an article recently that said that people who have COVID are only safe for three months because it mutates that fucking fast um and if it was only good for three months then my i'm already two months in almost of my immunity so <laughs> i won't be immune for long and that's what's been going on with me essentially um at least the big things like 
dealing with furloughs, dealing with having to leave a job that I really enjoyed and I really am going to miss the people I worked with a lot. And I really did like working at the library, even though I know that's something that I'm not, I probably wouldn't do for a very long time. Or like for, like, it's definitely not my forever job. Um, I don't think I'm even close to discovering what my forever job is. But I also gained one that lets me stay safe. And I'm still at the museum with, which is a more along the goals that I had after college. And who knows if that's still going to continue to be my goals as, you know, stuff keeps shaping along. We could, people could get furloughed from the museum, knock on wood. Um... Or we might have to close again because the fall's coming. Flu season is here. And it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> it's already a shit show. We still have the election here in the US. Um God, we still have the election in the US. No. Oh God. Make sure you vote. Like get your Make sure you mail your absentee ballot by, like, the end of the first week of October. Please do, like, as long as you're not voting for Trump, you know what I mean? Like, if you're voting for Trump, yeah, wait until the week before the election to mail it, whatever. Or just don't mail it. Forget to mail it. I don't know what you're talking about. Election's not until next year, guys. But if you're not voting for Trump, please mail it sooner. We got all this to deal with. And it's just gonna keep getting bad. Like the rest of 2020 is just gonna is gonna be the same as this, if not worse. It might get better. I mean, it's gonna be winter, so depending on where you live, it could get better. Or it could like some places it like if you're in the southern hemisphere where the weather flips around, it's getting warmer for you. So y'all might be out more or if you're not like us weak ass americans who like to stay inside during winter it could still be just as bad because you're gonna like have all that fog and shit that people are breathing out it's gonna be gross but expect i'm expecting a second lockdown or like waves of lockdowns again um i don't think the u.s is gonna do it anytime soon because we're all fucking morons or at least a lot of us are so Pray for us if you're not in the U.S. And if you are for the U.S., Godspeed. Godspeed. Or if you don't, if you don't believe in God or you, or you take that as an offense, like, good luck. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, And that's why I haven't been uploading. It's just, it's been a lot to deal with. And I'm, I'm still dealing with it. And I'm sure... I can't even imagine the other things that people have gone through. But there are good things that have happened. I've been slowly reconnecting with some of my friends from college or for the past couple of years that I wouldn't say I disconnected with them because of any bad of like any negative or bad feelings. Just don't talk. Um and I'm hoping to reach out to some more of them because hmm. Because I just, I, I don't know if it's just because I am getting older or maybe it's just because I am, like, it's just who I am. 
but I definitely find that my found family, my chosen family, brings me much more joy than my actual family. And 2020 is a year that I can definitely use a whole bunch of joy. Uh, <laughs> but other good news, like, even during this lockdown, I was able to get some dental work done. Not all that I was able, that I needed to get done, but some of it, some of it. And I was, I'm very happy to have that done. Um, I couldn't get all of it done because catching COVID interrupted my appointment schedule. So... Hopefully, before by the end of the year, I'll have that done. Um, I was able to find. I was also able to find out that my health insurance pays for therapy, and I'm definitely now that I have a second job again. Now that I'm able to comfortably afford my bills, I think, and I've been taking a deeper look at my budget and how I spend my money. Um. I think I might be able to afford therapy and I'm going to go. I think therapy is a very important part of growth for any black person in America. And I think, I don't, I don't think I'm a traumatized person. I think I definitely have had a very blessed life, but just because I, I have, had a better life than others doesn't mean that parts of my life hasn't fucked me up either on top of like the general just the normal trauma of being black in the u.s and normal fucked up shit that you have to get taught that no one else has to deal with like <laughs> or even just the trauma of 2020 if therapists don't see an uptick in appointments this year i will be shocked or maybe everyone just can't afford it but I think I'm going to make that a priority for myself by the end of this year. Um, so that's a good realization for myself. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do it both for personal growth and knowing and needing to better myself. But also because there are some lifestyle choices that I want to, I just want to pursue for the better. Such as, like... I might go into this in a little different day, but I just definitely have an issue with trying to keep like healthy habits when it comes to eating better for myself and like even just working out. And I don't know if that's a per like if that's an issue I need to talk out with someone or there's some kind of accountability program that I need to get myself into. Like It's just something I want to figure out for myself and get a handle on before I before I turn thirty. Like I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I need to do this, this, and this before I turn 30. Like thirty's the end of the world, but like to me, it's thirty is just another number. But to me, thirty is kind of like the end of when our bodies have, I don't want to say have that youthfulness to it, but like there's definitely a change that happens to your body like around the time that you're, you're 30. And I want to have some, I want to have health, healthy habits in place before I make that change. So it's easier to continue them and to adjust them as I get older. Because everyone keeps saying, like has said to me like, oh, you're young, you'll be able to 
to push to get rid of all that or make the habit but like <laughs> i'm not gonna be that young forever you know what i mean so it's better to just start it now and i know the joke of our generation is like i'm here for a fun life not a long one but like i want a fun and a long one even if like climate change might kill us before we get along <laughs> but that's another topic for a different day um and I also have been thinking about grad school, not in the sense of like, oh, I'm definitely going to go to grad school because who the fuck knows why I am going to go to grad school. But, you know, I've definitely looked into it more. I've been evaluating more of what I enjoy on my jobs or the different aspects of them and a type of degree or job environment that would, I don't know, would be better for that. Um, Lockdown's given me a lot of time to think about things and grad school programs and what schools I could be going to have been one of them. Um, along with getting back into writing, I've been doing a lot of writing um, before I got sick and I just didn't have the energy to do it. I'm working on um, writing a story based on some of the D&D adventures we've had. Uh, I've done a lot of background information, like building the Pantheon, um, information about the stories, building out the backgrounds of all the characters, and I've just had a lot more fun doing that than I've had doing a lot of things in a while. So, through all its ups and downs of 2020, I think the best thing it's done for me has been identifying areas of self-care that I've needed um, to do for myself and to just to do for myself and that I didn't realize that I wasn't doing to begin with. <laughs> and I've just been able to play more games. Like, gosh, I, like, I have opinions on Persona 5. It's a good game, but like, I think people hype it up too much, but that's fine. I can still enjoy it. Or even just the realization that a new fucking Zelda game is coming out in a, what, eight, nine weeks? Yes, 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 bless, bless, bless. Oh, I can't wait. <sighs> It'll be so good. I can't wait for it. It'll be amazing. And if it's not, I'll be bitching about it. Um, what else? Um, the drought of anime is finally over. <laughs> Because now they had time to work on it. Attack on Titans coming back. Attack on Titans coming back and it's ending. And oh my god, that's a lot of emotions. I don't know if I'm prepared for that. But it's coming back. And the new season of Inuyasha. Uh, about their, all, all the kids is coming out. Like in a month. I don't think I'm ready for that either. Um, the Promised Neverland season 2 is coming in like two months. Like no, not two months. It's not coming out until 2021. Supposedly. We'll see. No Bless is getting an anime, which is fucking wild. I love that all these manhwa are getting anime. Um, I don't even. I don't even know. Um, now, when it comes to the future or like doing like this podcast, I'm still gonna do it. Like, I'm sorry I left y'all hanging for so long. Uh. 
but I'm still alive. I'll still do an episode. Maybe like, I'm hope I'm hoping to shoot for once or twice a month. I don't know if I'll be able to do a weekly like I originally planned. But between doing two jobs and trying to do things for myself like writing or just listening to music or gaming, um, catching up with friends, not going insane. I think every other week or every three weeks is is good for me. Plus, I just want to make sure my apartment doesn't turn to fall into squalor. I would like a nice, clean apartment, and like I need like half a day to do that. Half, like just like two or three hours to do a deep clean. Because when I clean, I don't just clean one part of the house. I just do the whole thing. Um, which you know, if I like spread it out on multiple days, it might be better for myself. But who the fuck cares? I don't want to do that. <laughs> Let's do the whole thing on one day, uh, like an hour, and just spend like an hour or two doing that, and then like like an hour cleaning myself after cleaning the apartment. And that's just where I'm at. So I will do my best to keep y'all updated because this is a journey. This like millennial twenties is a journey that I think that everyone should be a part of and relive or just get a heads up about. Um, especially during COVID, especially post-COVID. And I just think I'm such a joyful person. You might not agree, but I think I'm a wonderful person to follow. So I'll try to keep you updated. Feel free to follow my Twitter um, at my at BlackNerdy20s. Um, I post occasionally and I follow a lot of stuff. Be prepared for a lot of like any a lot of shared pictures of Fire Emblem. I don't give a fuck if you like Fire Emblem or not. You're just going to have to deal with it if you follow me. Um, and just be kind to each other. I think this year we have forgotten how to do that. And, or we've all just fallen back into taking care of each other. Or, like our small small little communities. And I don't know. It's good to take care of yourselves and take care of like your friends. But try to take care of everyone else in a little like in the smallest ways possible. Whether that's donating, whether that's sending that like sending a nice meme or making a nice meme that everyone can make, or just like not posting a shitty comment response to something. Just be kind because I think we all need it. And with that, I think this has been like what 45 fucking minutes. Like this is definitely longer than I thought it would be. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing me blather for so long. Um, look out for another episode at some point. Um, and just keep watching uh, or listening. This is this is a podcast. You can't watch shit. <sighs> this is why you don't record a podcast episode at like midnight. But when your sleep schedule has been fucked by COVID like mine... Any time of the day is a great time for a podcast as long as it's after 11 a.m. Because I can't wake up earlier than that. Or so I just like grumble, scream, and like go back to bed. Trust me, my roommate has tried. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. This has been M. I hope you don't mind that I spilt your tea. Or maybe you didn't even bring tea this time because you weren't even expecting it. Thanks for listening to Black My Black Nerdy 20s. I'll see you next time.